Commencing operation, deprivation, as in the moment I am done introducing the podcast, you will be deprived of good content. In all seriousness, leave a comment below on why you humans continue to return to Swerve's Bar podcast. Is it the mediocre jokes, the D&D they sometimes play, or is it something else? I will be monitoring the comments for research. For now, let us tune into the show. Hello and welcome to the podcast where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2005 Continuity. I'm Onyx Prime with my two co-hosts here. Hi, I'm Compitron. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. Moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers Octopus Prime Volume 1. And as always, spoiler warning, so if you haven't read it already, we highly recommend you go back, read the comics, then come listen to the podcast. Things will make more sense if you do it that way. I'm just, you know, just, I'm not telling you what to do, but you, you can do whatever you want. You remember back in the university day where they tell you to read the content before you come to class? Yes. Well, Computron said. But <laughs> both Computron and myself have read these series already, but this is Killbyte's first time, and we are excited to hear his thought. But before we can do that, before, Computron, do you, are you excited? I'm excited, I'm excited that you are excited. Computron, yeah, do you mind? Are you sure you're excited? Yeah. Something wrong with sure? you? Yeah, I want to hear my own my own opinions. <laughs> you, you want to hear your own opinions? <laughs> Before we Kill. do opinions, we're doing facts. Anyway, there's yeah. a total of six <laughs> issues. <laughs> I like that. Go, that was go, good. Go. That was good. <laughs> there's a total of six issues. Issue one was released December 14th, 2016. And the last issue in the volume, issue six, was released April 26, 2017. The writer was John Barber. The artist was Kai Zama and Alex Milne with colors by Josh Brickham. All right, some pretty short trivias here. In issue two, Rekgar breaks the fourth wall as he introduces himself, asking if Optimus Prime can read his identification caption. Pretty good. <laughs> in issue three, Starscream is drawn in his Combiner Wars body rather than the new one that debuted in Tulalar 1 number five. And in issue five, as in their debut appearance in the Transformers, the movie, the Sharktacons are defeated, not through force, but by being convinced to turn against their masters. Sunwave accomplishes this with a little more finesse than Grimlock's roaring and foot stomping. And, <laughs> and the last issue, number six, Prime riding on top of a roaring Skylynx on the regular cover may be a homage to the Grimlock writing scene of Age of Extinction. Don't So I think that's about all of them. So Mr. Kilobyte, do you mind giving us a short summary of these comics? Will do. As Optimus Prime recalls a case of corruption from his youth, in the present day, the need for Earth to step forward and join the Council of Worlds becomes even greater. In the present day, Optimus Prime's negotiation with the newly arrived Junkians are not made easy when G.I. Joe shows up, while in the past, Prowl joins Orion's Pack's investigation into police corruption. Soundwave launches a mission to discover the Junkion's true intentions and recalls his first meeting with Optimus Prime. 
Pyromagna and Optimus Prime come to blows when Prime's dangerous gambit to bring Earth and the Junkions together reaches a tipping point. As Optimus Prime leads the counterattack against the Junkions, Soundwave employs a subtler form of combat to turn the tide of the battle. And finally, millennia ago, Orion Pax was forced to choose between the open hand and the closed fist. Today, Optimus Prime faces the same decision, but will his answer have changed? And as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. Oh, before we get started, I do want to recall something. So, Caleb, do you not have internal thoughts? Is that why you're excited to hear your thoughts out loud? I just like my own opinions. <laughs> All right. With that, are you two ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I guess. There's a lot of jumping back and forth in this one. Yeah, yes, we'll, we'll a lot. Try to, we'll dance. We'll dance between them. And we'll try to do it with <laughs> finesse and try to keep you listeners engaged as much as we can. Attack we start your master. Attack your masters. We start <laughs> off with a flashback before the Great War, where Orion Pax was a cop investigating a murder of Hefter. Thoughts on this flashback? Zeta Prime, Outback, some really cool designs in the flashback, in my opinion. I, I it was nice to see Outback for once. Um, it was unfortunate to see him in as a dirty cop. Yes, this is true. I, I know it's a it's a serious scene, but I thought it was funny when Hefter's just talking that his alt mode is a forklift. Oh, <laughs> you wanted to be hilarious. an astrophysicist? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then his alt mode is just a, a, a forklift. I'm like, ah, man. <laughs> Someone should really lift him up. <laughs> and then he got put down. Yeah. yeah. I do Maybe like he wasn't that we certified. Get... Maybe. Who knows? But I do like that uh, we get to see the same nail that we see we saw like a, 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 on phase two uh, that I really liked. Yeah, that he turned. He I think he also turned like into like a not like a Volkswagen Beetle kind of alt mode as well. But I think he's back. I like it. Yeah. So flipping to the now where we are introduced to new characters from the colonies helping keep the peace with the humans. We have Euler and Slide from the Deficient Colony. Gimlet and Bump from Yukaris, Roulette from Velocitron, Midnight Express, and Erleon from Caminus. Thoughts on these characters in these scenes? I really enjoy um, Slide and Euler. I like their designs. I like all of them, but I really like the lobster. <laughs> the lobster? The lobster oh, Gimlet? Cool. Gimlet? Yeah, yeah, Gimlet, yeah. <laughs> I like Gimlet and Bump. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. I, Armadillo, right? I like Gimlet's alt mode, and then I just laughed at Bump's name, because Bump. Bump. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like seeing Roulette on the roster. I thought that was cool. Yeah. So, like, I think we mentioned this before. These comics go back and forth to before the war and now. So we're going to try to tell you when we go back. We try, we'll, we'll, we'll not do it. Too much, but we end up back in the past, slowly learning and questioning his role as a cop, Orion Prax, before he became Optimus, figuring out the system is still corrupt and that being a cop may be part of the problem. What are our thoughts here? Any subtle nods to what's going on, you know, on a certain third rock from the sun, maybe? <laughs> Outback got knocked down <laughs> pretty easily. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's what you get for being corrupt. Yeah, don't be corrupt. Nope. Doesn't help anybody. Oh, Petron, you're being very quiet. Um, I just, I like the conversation that you kind of see between Orion Pax and Zeta. Yeah. Like, pull out, like, so essentially it's 
like a lot of what you see is Zeta's kind of like a good guy, which is what we've seen earlier, but he's admitting to everything's kind of being like fake, like the uh, Matrix of Leadership, the, what was it, the hilt? The whole find. thing. The whole thing. Yeah, yeah. The whole, the whole thing. He just installed LEDs. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what was interesting is, is like the only thing that's keeping things in order, according to him, is the primal Baliska, Basilica. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the elite guards, right? Yeah, and so I think it's, I don't know, it's kind of interesting to see how Zeta kind of rose to his corrupted power. Yeah, you can kind of see the subtleness, which will then eventually lead to the Autocracy series. Yeah. And this is all going kind of on a stage play just to, yes. for him to continue power, which uh, I like seeing this version as well before everything that happened in Autocracy. I thought, I thought it was pretty Wonder- cool. Wonder if Zeta thinks he's on a show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, show. definitely not referencing anything else. Back to present Earth. Uh, gets another visitor, actually. The Junkions. More importantly, Rekar and Rummage. Rummage being my favorite, my queen. Anyway, so, sorry. My queen. It's getting a little whoa, hot in here. Someone whoa. else take it away. <laughs> my bye, queen. Bye. So, oh, someone needs to do oh. <laughs> it's I love their de- I love their designs. I think they look pretty cool. I do like the yeah. dynamic they've done with these junkions uh, because they've uh, I, like Redgar and Rummage are kind of like the leaders of this group. But then Redgar is more of a let's try to just get what we need and kind of move on. But then uh, Rummage is still kind of uh, held in the past with uh, what. Uh, the Cybertronians did with destroying their planet and just leaving them pretty much for dead. But I like that kind of little conflict, but they still kind of care for each other. And, and like, uh, it's not like in some movies and TV shows where the when one of the political figures of a civilization doesn't agree with the other. They kind of try to kill each other. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, it's, a, it's a matriarchy. The last time we saw... Yeah. Junkin, I think for us was like back in back in the atrocity autocracy series. Uh, yeah, I think the first when, time they appeared was they dropped, they dropped Megatron. Yeah, and now, now it's like, well, we didn't really see much of these guys when Megatron was there. The only thing we saw was the Quisant names. Put this on, yeah, and the, yeah. yeah. Put this on the Sharkticon and the ship. We didn't really see the Junkins. Classic Sharkticon on a ship. <laughs> so what gifts do they wish to trade with earth they want the or 13 for a i forgot the name it's a positron core it's a positron core yes because i don't know how they know or i don't know if they even know but sideswipe is decaying fast and the positron core is the only thing that can help him so rc is very adamant on on getting that because it'll it'll save his life yes Flipping to another character, Cosmos and Soundwave. They go on a spy mission. Well, just Cosmos, because, you know, he, he's the errand boy. Inside mm-hmm. the Junkian ship to see what they may be hiding. And what does he find? Sharktacons everywhere. Sharktacons. <laughs> Sharktacons. <laughs> it's raining Sharktacons almost literally in this scene. Uh, and I enjoy, ah! <laughs> I enjoy it because Frenzy and Rumble tagged along. And Rumble says it's like punching fish in a barrel. Yes, I like I like the interaction between Frenzy and Rumble, but also Laserbeak and Buzzsaw. Because when when Soundwave calls for Cosmos' help, 
they're like, yeah, why is he answering our comms? And, and, and I think it's Bassa that says that that's his only job. That's only what he's useful. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> you're so mean. <laughs> For Cosmos. The cassettes are very mean. Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> Guys, stop bumping the table. Not me. I'm not All right. bumping the table. Okay, right. I'm going to fix this table. Let's take a quick ad break. One, two, two three, three, shot! shot. Oh, that's that's strong. Nah, that's nothing. You should have seen me back in the day. I could have drank out the whole bar. Hey, Heximus. I haven't seen you at the bar for a while. Hey, guys. Well, what are you guys doing? Oh, Onyx was just saying he could outdrink a whole bar. You want to try a shot of Energon? Sure. Oh, ugh, why did I even try that? I'm not a robot. <laughs> the battery acid tasted my mouth. Uh, uh, oh, hey, you guys should try this. What's that? It's nightmare fuel. Strongest stuff in the afterlife and existence. I'll see about that. Pour me a glass. God, that's what I thought. Oh, my prayers, you killed him! <laughs> Lightweight. Calm down, Kilo. He's just unconscious and got knocked off his high turbo horse. Purchasing nightmare fuel, you agree to the following and will not sue if you have compulsive mad ravings, hallucinations, screaming. If you see someone else in your reflection or in your dreams, please avoid sleeping. Do not consume more than 13 ounces over the course of six days. Waspinator needs to find a new hotter spot. Well, I I guess welcome back. Waspinator. Oh, okay. Did you, did you see him? What did you do? What did you do when you did that thing? That your corner thing? Corner thing. My corner? What? Yeah. He did. He never showed up. He never showed up, so I don't know what he was doing. He never showed up to your your one shot? No. We gave him what? a spot and he never showed up. Oh. Maybe... Huh. Did he get lost? Was he... Wait, was he underneath the table the entire time? I don't want to... I don't want to know the answer check, to that. I don't check underneath tables. Okay, railroading us, because I don't want to know the answer to this. <laughs> Moving on. Well, in the present, Pyromagna decides to challenge Optimus Prime and question him holding the Matrix, shaming him for mistreating it. Kilo, what were your thoughts during this scene? I really, really like that scene. Thought Optimus was gonna like drop it and be like, well, then you lead. I'm kind of tired of all the charades and trying to live up to the expectation of all these different bots. And all that, and then uh, we would get Pyra kind of like in a her her perspective as she tries to lead for a while, and then notice it's harder than it looks. Huh. Yeah, we already did that twice, didn't we? With B and Rodimus. Yeah, but what's the third time? What's the third time? <laughs> third time's a charm. That's what it is. Comp. I like. I'm sorry. I like how I finally put Pyra in her, you know, in their place because honestly. Them just sitting there going, well, Prime does this, and Prime does this, and Prime, oh, Prime always does this. And you're like, man, that chill. Is that what you think Pyra sounds like? No. You better be careful, because I think Victorion's stronger than you, Computron. <laughs> I didn't say that. The gravity powers. All right. Hopefully we didn't record that. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> During the Earth... Cybertronian welcoming committee for the Junkions. It turns out the beautiful junk lady feels betrayed that she deserves an apology, and I think she needs one. Excuse me, sorry, real quick, as uh, you two discuss this, I'm getting a little. Yeah, whew, you get a cool down. Let's, go get a drink. 
I'm gonna go get a drink. I'm gonna go ask Swerve if he knows anything about Rome. I'll be right back. I really like the scene. Uh, I like how Sharticons start raining once more. I do like that the humans kind of notice that the Cybertronians didn't really start it this time-ish. And they didn't start just attacking everything at once and they kind of work together. So that was pretty cool. And uh, the different fight scenes are pretty cool. Uh, for me, I'm kind of laughing because it's like almost a lot of the modern day fights. Transformers against Transformers, you know, what have you. Literally any other alien race didn't start happening until the Transformers kind of, you know, started showing up. And so I wonder if they're yeah. sort of like, man, who do you guys have beef with? <laughs> Half of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. It's almost as if there's a council that was formed <laughs> from this exact situation you guys talked about. Yeah, but then they're they're only incorporating Earth because Optimus is trying. Well, they're not even trying to incorporate Earth. They don't want to. And Optimus is trying hard. But it's a council of worlds and they only have Cybertronian colonies and Cybertron. So they need to expand a little bit of that to make sure nobody else tries to attack them. Yeah. I like a subtle nod. I don't think it's a reference, but the Metro Titan is slightly stabbed with the Junkion corkscrew ship, similar to how Metroplex was stabbed in the Autocracy series. There's a lot of similarities between these two. Oh, yeah. Although the one in... Like, Metroplex was stabbed all the way through, whereas this one, like, he uses his arm and kind of prevents it going all the way through, if that makes sense. I think this is Metroplex's twin. Yeah, the Metro Titan. Yeah, they look, <laughs> they look the same. They look identical, Metros. right? Yeah, I, that's and that I, that annoys me a little because we just saw a bunch of Titans fight Metroplex and they all look different. So why yeah. does this one have to look like Metroplex? That's just... Uh. <laughs> I think it's because when they did... Um, forgot what comic it was where Starstream got declared like from the chosen one from that uh, one well I guess you will, you'd call it Metro Titan but it's not <laughs> this guy right yeah. um, <laughs> I think that was one of the jokes from back then um, I think I thought like they were trying to just make all of the designs similar to Metroplexes because like there's also Gosh, uh, the one comic with the uh, Titan graveyard, and they all kind of resemble Metroplex. Yeah, which I don't have a problem if they have like the same features or anything, but the colorings on these could be a little bit different. That way you don't get mixed up. Because this, to me, just looks like Metroplex. So I know they yeah. call it Metro Titan or whatever, and I know Metroplex is on Cybertron, but this is just Metroplex again. <laughs> yeah, if they gave them a different color screen scheme just, or whatever, it would make more sense. Yeah. So... Soundwave comes to the rescue because class wars are his specialty. Thoughts <laughs> on his tactics. Uh, I think uh, we need to give this to Soundwave's fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he did. He just went, yep. Yeah. He kind of went to town and used his, like, his sound audio processors. Audio processors. But his... what, what, what does he do to uh, convince them? Actually, I'm actually going to go for word for word on this one. You're going to go to what? Word for word. Okay. He, he read the Megatron Manifesto, right? Oh, is he going to read the he whole did. thing? I think that's I like think. three pages long. I think that's yeah. word for word. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Dedication. Okay, so... This episode so, has become 45 minutes now. I know. Here we go. <laughs> Whoever's editing, good luck. Anyway, so he, yes, he does read the Decepticon Manifesto. And um, there was like a part that I wanted to quote and I can't find it. Whatever. He reads the Decepticon Manifesto and the Decepticons kind of freeze up. And 
you know, the next scene was is like after he kind of almost finished the shark, the kinds of like turned around and looked at the Junkins and started essentially heading that way. Yeah, which kind of ends the skirmish for the most part. And I enjoy the colonists towards the end of this is do what the Prime did to Galvatron to end this. And Rekar is kind of like cowering in the corner and says, should I ask who Galvatron is or what Prime did? And he does <laughs> get decapitated eventually, but because he's Rekar, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's been tossing his head around the entire comic. Right. I do like the uh, body modes for the Shark the Conzo. I just wanted to say yes. that because like, this is the first time we actually see them. It is. <laughs> yeah. And I think pretty they're nice. based off the toys at this yep. time when they came out, which is pretty cool. But sad news is 42. Yes. Uh, in the scene where Redgar is asking about Galvatron and, and what the Prime did, mm-hmm. he's holding the proton core, the right? positron, the, 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 the positron core. core. Mm-hmm. And somebody shoots at it, and it explodes. And it looks yep. like Optimus. Was it Optimus? Tune in next time to our... <laughs> <laughs> Good. Because if it was, indeed. there's a big problem at the end. Big problem indeed. So the, it blows up, right? Instead of killing off the Junkions, Prime seeks another out. Peace with the Junkions. And Kilo, that's the end of my notes. But is there things you want to talk about? Sounds like you want to wrap up your thought. Yeah. Well, I like listening to myself, right? <laughs> no, uh, but RC, through the fight, she just was looking for Redguard to get that core to help sideswipe. But uh, during the fight, somebody shoots at the core and the core explodes. So there's no longer a way to save him. And uh, it looks like he ends up going offline. And my um, problem with that is... Yeah, what? I just want to point out, if you're talking about the exact last page, I think it's 116, that looks like... RC's sword. Not necessarily you know, a shot, should I say. No, no, no. At the at the not not the last page. The page on episode or the one twenty eight. Okay. Uh, it looks like a beam, doesn't look like a sword to me. But the problem is sideswipe goes offline, or it's presumed like it, he does, because uh, RC is in, in the room very sad and the lights are red. Uh, the thing is like if if it was Optimus, because uh, next to that panel that Riker's asking, there's an, a picture of Optimus running, and he's stating that they need to compromise and stand what's for what they do, and then suddenly a beam goes off, and Optimus is pretty close to the beam. Uh, if that's if Optimus was the one that shot the core, that means he took out what was the only way to save Side Swipe. I bet it was Euler, because in the couple panels before that, you see Euler with a gun charging towards Rekgar and Rummit. Anyway, theories, theories, theories. Yeah. It's, just, it's than, just that means that yeah. she should be man. That's all. Yes. No, <laughs> no. I, I agree. I, I concur. Is there any other thoughts or things we want to talk about that we haven't covered? I really enjoy the art. The the way the the colors are they're they're are, are they're representing a G1 kind of aesthetic to it. And I think it fits well with the, the story they're telling and the part where the Sharkticons are falling from the sky for the first time we see them uh, when they jump out of the ship. It looks so amazing. I want a poster of that so I can frame it and put it <laughs> in my room. I like the old style comic book look. They bring it like that kind of dot kind of looking shading. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I like that kind of art style because it's like it gives you that retro kind of feel to it. Yeah, it's amazing. 
So it sounds like we're ready for Rod Star ratings. Computron, do you mind kicking us off? It's going to be a four for me. Uh, good. It's nice to see the Junkins. Actually, you know what? This one's going to be a three and a half. This one's going to be a three and a half. A lot of great story. Uh, glad to see the Junkins, and I'm glad to see uh, the art style. It's just it's rife there's a lot of philosophical stuff going on and a lot of time jumping back and forth going on yeah. as well cool for me it's a four uh the the story with the back and forth and uh telling uh, another side of optimus and what what was going on there pre-war and all that was very interesting and it kind of kept me hooked there was a lot a lot of text bubbles which kind of got uh, a little bit annoying <laughs> Uh, it made it uh, a little bit too long, but I, I liked seeing the the Junkions, the the Sharticons came back, and uh, Rummage. I really liked the, her design and uh, Redguard's design, so they they look amazing. Oh, yeah, it's so it's, good. So uh, I'm I'm very happy with what they've brought in. Is just uh, it was just dragged on a little bit too much. So four for me. Four for you. Yeah. Oh, Rummage is in it, so it's a five. Um, <laughs> my no, queen. I'm, I'm just kidding, my queen. But yes, no, she's my queen. I would probably do it a three and a half, to be honest. There's a lot of text bubbles in this one. And we we didn't cover this whole comic, which is fair, because there's a lot of things going on philosophically that's hard to talk about when there's a lot of flashbacks involved. I Yeah, I think three and a half. But Rummage, queen. queen. Rummage, you get, you get <laughs> ten stars. <laughs> but listeners, what did you think of these comics? How many raw stars would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. Now, I don't have any new toys yet, but if they come out with a rummage figure, I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. Any toys on your guys' end? Uh, well, I saw your your Scourge from the Velocity Online, so I had to get myself a Scourge as well. Because he looks pretty yeah. good. How's it looking? What do you think? Very good. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I'm going to have to pose him with, uh, with the custom Shattered Glass Ultra Magnus that you sent me. Ooh, that'd be pretty. Who would win? It, it would obviously be Ultra Magnus. He's more ruthless. <laughs> Are you two ready for Transformers Salvation? Yes. I'm ready. I believe this is the last time we'll see the Dinobot. Anyway, Kilobyte, do you mind showing us out? And your Twitch. There's yeah. the door. <laughs> very, con- very concerned for you. Uh, so yes, I've been streaming on twitch.tv slash Kilobyte Prime. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, some cool games and some Fall Guys, some Bioshock. And uh, it's been a blast. And I like interacting with all of you. So if you want to Come on in and just say hello or chat for a little bit. It's always welcome. And if you want to keep up to date with uh, schedules and uh, when the streams are going live, you can follow me on Twitter at Kilobyte Prime. You know what Kilobyte really likes when you join his Twitch? What? Asking him about his current DM that he's running. (laughs) (laughs) So how's that going? I can't spoil anything, but I can tell you what's already out there. Why'd you kill off my character? That's not out there. What are you talking about? Well, anyway, if you've enjoyed this episode, <laughs> consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we started a Patreon. All of the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude, such as 3D printed files and entry to our Discord channel. 
You'll even get early access to our comic review videos a week before they are publicly released. Also, we have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. And we'll be holding a special brand new giveaway we've never done before. So make sure to click that subscribe button and tell your friends that it's a good time. And as always, we hope you're this? all staying He's safe me. out there. Thank you so, so much for listening to all our one. You deserve it. Strato. <laughs> to all our one. To all our one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you're interested in more content, try checking out the spinoff of D&D series Transform and Rollout. The second and newest season titled First Stand of the Wreckers with a brand new DM, a different story, and from what I hear, a better pilot episode than the last series. Sorry, not sorry, Onyx. Let's tune in for a preview now. Uh, so that's a five. Uh, he manages to miss again. Uh, and this time he kind of like hits his other hand as he couldn't like stop the force of the of the attack. Okay. Uh, can I do an unarmed strike with my claws? Uh, yes, that would be your hand-to-hand attack. Okay. Um, uh, that's a five. Uh, as you uh, try to claw at them, you manage to kind of like scrape the ice that's covering its body and not really getting to hit their their body. Okay. Uh, I, while this is happening, I'm going to switch to the other players while this is That's this right. air swinging <laughs> battle happens uh, as the and as you're looking at that bot, the other one walks up and handcuffs what? you and says, You are arrested. What? I- yes, for uh, consorting with the Decepticon and planning this assault. And with that, we you do that to me. Frostfang. No, that's even more. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why do you hate me so much? <laughs> no. It's just so sweet I when it so happens. Hard. I tried so hard. She just has the best reaction. <laughs> mm-hmm. I tried to cut in, but you would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm laughing so much. Now you step away from the body, or we're gonna make two new more bodies. Technically, you should always step away. Take me on a date first. Whoa! Since <laughs> <Whoa>. wave. <laughs> this escalated quickly. Since <laughs> wave. What's that weird? This is time and place. I'm so, is this not the time? Is this not the place? <laughs> Astonishing, there is also a YouTube channel with bonus content such as video games containing funny comments a link will be provided below. And if you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon where you can get even more bonus content such as 3D files, access to their Discord, and listen to content before it is released to the public. More links will be provided below. End transmission.